Welcome to another exciting episode of Wealth Channel Academy with Michael Johnston. Michael is on a mission to radically simplify retirement planning and investing. With straightforward and actionable strategies, Wealth Channel Academy is your guide to financial independence and a worry-free retirement. Hi, I'm Michael Johnston, one of the co-founders of Wealth Channel and the host of Wealth Channel Academy. One of the first steps in planning for a worry-free retirement is starting at the end, figuring out what does your end game look like? What are you going to be spending money on in retirement? You can't really do much until you figure that piece of the puzzle out. And this is usually a pretty straightforward exercise. You anticipate what you're going to spend on things like groceries, rent, car, mortgage, as well as fun things like travel, entertainment, going out to eat. But there's one piece of this puzzle that trips up a lot of people. So I wanted to dive into that in this video here. And that piece is health insurance. What are your healthcare expenses going to be in retirement? And this is difficult to predict for a lot of people because healthcare expenses and health insurance works differently in retirement than it does during your working years. So most Americans will receive their health care coverage through Medicare during retirement. Medicare is federal health insurance that's available to Americans over 65, and it's also available to some younger Americans with certain disabilities. Now, there are different parts of Medicare that cover different health care costs. So part A, you can think of that as hospital insurance. It's going to cover things like hospital stays and inpatient health care expenses. Part B is medical insurance, going to cover things like doctor's visits, outpatient care, some medical equipment. And then part D, which covers your prescription drugs. Now, unfortunately, estimating the cost for each of these is not as simple as a single number. There's multiple components of the bottom line cost for each of these three parts. So the first part is going to be the premium. This is typically a dollar amount on a monthly basis. And you pay this each month, regardless of whether or not you're using any of the healthcare services. The second part is the deductible. And this is typically, again, stated as a dollar amount, often, but not always, on an annual basis. And you can think of this as the hurdle that you have to reach. So if you have a $1,000 deductible, that means the first $1,000 in healthcare expenses, you have to cover on your own. Your insurance does not kick in until you've spent that deductible. So all else being equal, a lower deductible is better. That means it's a lower hurdle, a lower amount of expenses you have to reach before your insurance kicks in and then starts covering part of the cost. And then the third component is a copay or co-insurance. And even after you've reached that deductible, a lot of times you'll still have to pay for a part of your healthcare costs. So this can be a dollar amount, in which case it's called co-payment. So you probably have this When you go to a doctor's appointment and you end up having to write a $20 or $30 check after your visit, that's called a co-payment. It can also be structured as a percentage of the total cost, and that's called co-insurance. So for example, after you reach your deductible, you may have a 20% co-insurance, which means that any amount over that deductible, you're going to pay 20% of it, and your insurance company is going to pay 80% of it. So this can be a little bit complicated. So let me just jump in with a real-world example here. Let's say you have a health insurance policy with a $100 monthly premium, you have a $1,000 deductible, and then after your deductible, you have a 20% coinsurance. So let's say during the course of the year, you have $5,000 in expenses on this policy. What are you going to have to pay out of pocket? 
So let's go through piece by piece. First, you're going to have to pay your premium, $100 a month. There's 12 months in the year, so that's $1,200. You're going to have to pay your deductible. So the first $1,000 comes entirely out of your pocket. Insurance does not kick in yet. So that's another $1,000. And then for any amount over that deductible, so between the $1,000 deductible and the $5,000 in expenses, that's where you're subject to the coinsurance. So you're going to have to pay 20% of that. So in this case, 20% of $4,000 is $800. So adding up those three numbers, $1,200, $1,000, $800 your total out-of-pocket expenses are going to be $3,000 in this example. Okay, so let's look at how this applies to Medicare, to each part of Medicare, starting with Part A, or hospital insurance. Now, for most Americans, there is no premium for Part A. It's free. It's not actually free because you pay into it during your working years, so let me explain that a little bit. You might have noticed on your paycheck something called FICA, the Federal Insurance Contributions Act. Essentially, what happens here is you contribute 6.2% of your gross wages to fund Social Security and 1.45% of your gross wages to fund Medicare. And then your employer matches those percentage. So essentially, you get 12.4% going to Social Security and 2.9% going to Medicare. So essentially, what happens is you're paying into Medicare while you're working, and then when you're retired, you get subsidized health care. And one of the benefits of that is a premium-free hospital insurance or premium-free Part A. Now, you're generally eligible for this premium-free Part A if you've paid into Medicare or a spouse has paid into Medicare for at least 10 years or 40 quarters. And if you're unsure if you're eligible, you could contact your employer or you can log into the Social Security website and check what your benefits are. Okay, so let's move on to the deductible for Part A. So for Part A, the deductible is $1,632 per hospital visit. So that means each time you go to the hospital, you're gonna have to pay the first $1,632. And then the third piece of the puzzle is the copayment. And in this case, it is copayment because it is a dollar amount. So this is the amount that you're gonna have to contribute after you've hit your deductible, that $1,632 for 2024. And there's tiers of this. So for your first 60 days in the hospital, your copayment is zero. Then it jumps up. For days 61 through 90, you have to pay $408 a day. For days 91 through 150, that doubles to $816 a day. And then after day 150, if you're still in the hospital, you have to cover all the costs. So there's kind of a tiered copayment structure there for part A or your hospital insurance portion. So let's do another example here. Let's say you are eligible for premium free part A. Let's say during the year you go to the hospital once and you stay for a week and the total retail bill is $40,000. So what's gonna be your out of pocket costs? Let's start with the premium. In this case, that's zero, it's free. Next is your deductible. So the first $1,632, that's on you. So you're going to have to pay that amount. And then we go to your copayment. So in this case, your stay was under 60 days. So your copayment is zero. So your total out-of-pocket expenses in this example is just the deductible, the $1,632. And Medicare picks up the rest. Okay, so let's move on to Part B or medical insurance. Now, this covers things like doctor's visits, a lot of medical equipment, any outpatient services. So for 2024, the premium for most people for Part B is $174.70 a month, which works out to about $2,100 a year. 
But if your income is over a certain level, you might actually pay more than this. And the way that this works is, of course, a little bit complicated. So even though we're in 2024, you have to look back to your 2022 tax returns. And essentially, if you're a married couple and your income was more than $206,000, your premium is going to have a little bit of an increase. And this can go all the way up for couples making more than $750,000. They're going to see their premium go all the way up to $594 a month. Okay, so let's move on to the deductible for Part B. This is pretty straightforward. It's $240 a year, regardless of your income level. And then the last piece of the cost puzzle is the co-payment or the co-insurance. And in this case, it's co-insurance. It's a 20% co-insurance. So that means after you hit your deductible, your $240 a year, you're going to have to pay 20% of your costs above that level. And Medicare is going to pick up the remaining 80%. Okay, so let's do another example here. Let's say you made under the $206,000. So your premium is going to be that $174 and 70 cents monthly. And let's say that you had $5,000 in doctor's appointment expenses during the course of the year. So what are your total out-of-pocket expenses going to be? So let's start with the premium. That's about $175 a month, which works out to just under $2,100 for the course of the year. The next piece is your deductible. That's $240. So you've got to pay the first $240 directly out of your pocket. And then you have a 20% coinsurance above that $240. So between $240 and $5,000, you've got to pay 20% of that amount. Works out to about $950. That means your total expenses out of pocket for the year, just a hair under $3,300 in this example. Now, I want to make one note here about all the dollar figures in this video. These are for 2024, and these numbers typically go up each year. So for the Part B premium, for example, if you look back at 2002, the premium was only $54 a month. Between 2002 and 2024, it's roughly tripled. It's increased by about 5.5% a year. That doesn't sound like much, but over the course of an extended period of time, that really, really adds up. So all these dollar figures are for 2024. If you're trying to anticipate expenses years down the road, you should build in pretty substantial increases each year in the costs of Medicare premiums and deductibles and co-insurance or co-payments. And by the way, if you're watching or listening to this in a future year, there's a link in the show notes to a page on our website where we've got updated numbers for the current year. Okay, so so far we've covered part A, which is hospital insurance, part B, your medical insurance. So now the third piece of this is part D, prescription drug insurance. And this one is a little bit unlike the other two in that Part D is offered through private insurance companies that contract with the federal government. And it's also going to vary depending on which drugs you're going to need. So it's a little bit difficult to provide an exact estimate, but we can give you a ballpark using what's called the standard benefit. So this is something that Medicare releases each year and their requirement of the plans that are offered under Part D is that they have actuarial equivalence with their standard benefit plan. Essentially what that means, a lot of complicated big words, but essentially what it means is that plans offered by these private insurers have to have an expected contribution amount equal to the standard benefit. The expectation is that the enrollee would pay approximately the same amount under one of these plans as they would under the standard benefit plan. So for the rest of this video, I'm going to be talking primarily about the standard benefit. So for 2024, the monthly premium is $34.70 a month, 
which is a little over $400 a year. So similar to Part B, there's a surcharge here for anyone who made over a certain amount, about $206,000 for a married couple back in 2022. And this additional surcharge can go up to about $81 a month. And now the standard deductible is $545 a year. And then once you hit that amount, there is a 25% coinsurance, which means you're going to pay 25% and other parties are going to pick up the remaining 75%. Now, the exact structure of Part D is actually pretty complex. There's an intermediate phase, sometimes called the donut hole, where part of the liability actually shifts to the manufacturer of the drugs. So if you really want to dive into this, there's some link in the show notes here. But the upshot is this. Once the total retail price of your prescription drugs hits $8,000 for the year, you're off the hook entirely. So your coinsurance drops from that 25% down to 0% once the total retail price hits $8,000 for the year. Now, I want to point out that your out-of-pocket expense isn't $8,000. That refers to the total, but you're only picking up 25% of that. So the upshot that is that your cost, your out-of-pocket cost for prescription drugs are effectively capped each year at about $3,300. Okay, so let's do another quick example here. Assuming the retail cost of your prescription drugs is $5,000 a year. So the first piece is the premium, the monthly premium. That's going to be about $416 a year using the standard benefit. The second piece is the deductible. You're going to have to pay the first $545. And then after that, you're going to have to pay 25% of the remaining amount. So 25% of the expenses between $545 and $5,000. So that's approximately another $1,100, putting your total cost for the year in this example at $2,075. Now, again, Part D is a little bit different in that there isn't a single plan, but rather a number of plan offered by private insurers. So for example, your monthly premium might be a little bit higher than $34.70 a month, and your deductible might be lower than the $545 a year in the standard benefit parameters. But there are a couple of guarantees that are essentially locked in by the Medicare requirements. One is your deductible won't be higher than that $545. And the second is that once the retail price of your prescription drugs reaches that $8,000 level, you don't have to pay anything. Okay, so let's start to add all of this up, starting with the premiums. So your Part A premium, let's assume that you're eligible and it's going to be $0.00. Your Part B premium for most people who don't meet the income threshold is gonna be about $175 a month. That's about $2,100 a year. And then for part D, again, assuming you don't have the surcharge because you make too much money, the standard benefit for 2024 is gonna be about a $35 a month premium, which adds up to about $415 a year. So adding all that up, we get premiums annually of about $2,500. So let's move on to the deductible. So for part A, the deductible is not on an annual basis, but on a per visit basis. It's at $1,632 amount. For Part B, your medical insurance, the deductible is $240 annually. And then for Part D, your prescription drugs, using the standard benefit plan, the deductible is $545 annually. So if you had one hospital visit a year and had to pay the deductible, this would add up to about $2,400. And then the third and final piece of this is your co-payments or co-insurance. So for Part A, it's going to vary depending on the length of the hospital stay. It could be as low as $0 for anything under 60 days. 
or as high as you pay in everything after day 150. For Part B, the coinsurance is generally going to be 20% of cost above your deductible. And then for Part D, your prescription drugs, you're generally going to pay 25% of the cost after hitting your deductible until you get to that $8,000 threshold, in which case your cost drops to zero. Now, there are a few things that I want to point out here. Number one, and I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but all of the dollar figures I've been using are for 2024. And if history is any indication, the cost of Medicare, the cost of healthcare is going to continue to go up in the future. And it might go up quite a bit. I mentioned earlier that the Part B premium has historically increased by about 5.5% a year, which is a lot more than baseline inflation. So if you're watching this or listening to this in a future year, check out the companion content linked in the show notes for the dollar amounts for the current year. And then the second thing I want to point out here is that everything I've been talking about is so-called original Medicare. So you might have noticed I talked about Part A, B, and D, but skipped over C. So Part C is known as Medicare Advantage. It's an additional premium that you can pay to essentially enhance or extend the benefits offered under the other three parts. So for example, you might pay an additional premium to get dental and vision included. You might have noticed that I haven't talked about those because those aren't included in parts A, B, or D. So Medicare Part C, your Medicare Advantage, is offered through private insurers, and there's a huge range of options there. So if you're interested in learning more about that, again, there'll be a couple links in the show notes where you can find some additional information. And then finally, this isn't meant to be a super detailed guide. There's some other more in-depth resources out there if you really want to dive in. Hopefully what I've accomplished here, though, is give you some good ballpark estimates of what you can anticipate spending on healthcare and health insurance during retirement. And again, the context here is that the first step of any successful retirement planning is figuring out what your end game is. What are you going to be spending money on in retirement? What are you going to need to spend money on? And what are you going to want to spend money on? Okay, that's it for this little detour into Medicare expenses. I hope it's been helpful to simplify some of these concepts break down this complicated alphabet soup and give you at least a ballpark estimate of what your expenses will be. That's it for today's show. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to help spread the word to other investors. And we'll be back soon with another episode.